welcome to the Lotco Business Podcast, a show all about helping you as a retailer, brand, or creative understand the actual business side of running your business. I offer straightforward, practical advice about the nitty-gritty of making money from your creative passion. We will be covering bite-sized business and marketing lessons, as well as interviews with experts and trailblazers in the fashion, homewares, and design industries. My name is Melissa Robbins. I'm a business coach, colour-loving, non-coffee-drinking Melbourneian. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am super excited today to bring you some information today based on product-based businesses, e-commerce websites. Now, this is focused specifically on Shopify because this is the the system that I recommend the most for e-commerce stores and it just gives the most simplified dashboard um, and analytics experience as well. So this is where what I'm going to be talking about today is based off these analytics and Shopify dashboard. So what I wanted to talk to you about was five ways, sorry, five key metrics that you should be, you should know and track on your Shopify dashboard, what they mean, um, why you should be looking at them, what sort of things that you should be looking at, noticing um, and understanding to have a bigger impact on your overall sales on your website. So when you are on your Shopify, um, it has a left-hand menu where nearly everything is stored and it's you know based on your home, orders, products, etc. One of the ones on there is your analytics. So if you're just clicking straight through to an- analytics, now some people might be looking at this all the time. Some people might have never even clicked through to this um, side of their website. They have someone else load their products so they don't even look at this back end. So I'm just here to tell you that these are the five things that I think you should be monitoring and checking regularly. You should be knowing if someone asks you a question, you know, what is your average order um, value? What is your conversion rate? Now, obviously, it's going to change depends on the time frame that you're looking at. But if you've got a good understanding of what yours is, then that's a really um, important metric that you should know. So let's get into what they are. When you open up your dashboard, um, the analytics, it automatically goes through to a particular time frame. So um, it might just be have the last one set up, you know, today. It might have set the last one out year to date. It might um, be the last seven days. Obviously, everyone's going to look at different things. So as long as you're comparing apples to apples when you're looking at your numbers and you're looking at the same time frames um, or you're comparing a section, whether it's last year's to this year, whether it's the last quarter, whether it's the last seven days or the today, um, if you've got a full day's trade um, to be able to view. So whatever you're looking at, just make sure you're looking at the same thing regularly so that you're not, um, you know, looking at different um, data sets essentially. I'm going to talk about a particular one that I have in front of me and look at the um, the quarter to date. Sorry, actually, the I'm not gonna I'm gonna make it a normal number that everyone knows the exact amount of, so the last 30 days. I'm gonna look at that as I figure. So what we want to look at is first of all total sales. Across the top, top hand left, depends if you're looking at it on mobile, obviously it's gonna be a little bit different. I'm looking at a desktop now. What I'm looking at is total sales. Obviously, most people will know what their total sales are. That's something they probably are looking at and maybe they're not looking at anything else. But we want to look at what your total sales are. That's going to give you that, obviously, um, concept of, you know, what is your average daily sale or what is your average weekly sale or what is your, you know, average 30 days look like in your business. 
So total sales is something you should see and you should look at it over time to be able to see your map and sort of see what's going on. Like, do you have big peaks? Do you have consistent sales? Do you have, you know, huge dips on the weekend? Or what does yours look like and what sort of trends can you pick up by just looking at your total sales data? So that's an important one to to view and also to see how it might have changed in um, whether it's, you know, obviously if you're doing a 30 days, it's going to compare it to the previous 30 days. If you're doing a year to date, it's going to compare it to the year before. So your percentage increase or decrease is going to reflect the same time frame that you are looking at. All right. Now, next one you want to look at is your sessions. So how many people are actually, um, you know, viewing your website? So you've got visitors and sessions. So sessions might be um, the same person coming back again. So looking at your sessions, how many people are actually viewing your website? How many people are at any time coming back on to check or click through or move through pages or check out products? What sessions do you have? Now, the reason I'm going to go through all five of these is because they relate to each other so closely and it doesn't necessarily need, you don't necessarily need one of these to have a huge change in, in the, um, the number that it is, but all of them working together is when you can have a big impact on your business. So it's all the small details or the small little one percenters that can have a huge impact overall. So of course, we want to look at totals and, you know, amount of people who are actually coming to your website but we actually want to look at all of them as a bigger picture and see if you know one of them tweaks changes and adjusts how that can impact overall the information or the sales that are taking place all right so sessions look at how many people are actually coming to your website has that changed recently do you again you have peaks is there an event that took place that sort of had this huge traffic in surge on your website? Do you, you know, are there trends in terms of days of the week, as we said, as we said, is it related to your email marketing? What's happening and what's what are you doing? And can you see trends or um, differences and, and variations on your website? The one I'm looking at right now in front of me, I know the client that I work with has just had a huge sale. So she did a huge impact, um, huge email marketing campaign in a sort of short period of time and she's had you know this huge influx in a sort of four-day period so um that's had a big change from the last 30 days when she wasn't doing any activity um she didn't have much products at that time all right so so far total sales sessions we're looking at both of those numbers seeing how they are changing what the trends are looking like what the graph is showing us you know over a certain period of time Next one is returning customer rate, also sometimes called customer return rate or, um, yeah, I think this is, sorry, RCR or CRR. So either one of those two acronyms is what you would be looking at. Essentially, this is like how many new customers you've got, first time they've ever visited, and how many return customers. So when you're looking at, you know, cookies and things on your website, that's the sort of thing that's tracking. So we know whether they've been to your website before or not, um, or if they're, you know, brand new um, IP that's visited your website. So customer return rate, ideally this would be between 20 and 30%. Um, That is a great number to sort of aim for if you're not, um, not sure what it should look like. The more 
Um, the more email marketing you do, the more loyal customers you have, the longer term clients you have who you, you know, service them and include them in um, particular segments or you nurture them more, then you're going to have a higher customer return rate. If you've got a product that needs um, replacing regularly or if you have a subscription service or if you have something that gets people back to your website again and again, then you're going to have a higher customer return rate. What that shows is that, you know, are you nurturing customers or are they just all first-time customers who are coming to your site and they're never coming back again? What are you doing to keep them, um, retarget them? What are you doing to, you know, nurture them through either social media or call to actions to get onto your website? Or are you using email marketing to sort of get customers back again? So that return customer rate is something that ideally should be consistent but you know you obviously want to keep continue having first time new customers coming and you also want to have return customers so you want to have a balance between them but looking at what yours looks like is really great to see um, again what trends are taking place is it just when you send out your emails on that particular day or time, if it depends on when you're looking is that when you see your huge um, influx of return customers? Is it that you've, you know, been featured in a um, press, a new magazine article, or a, you know, a newspaper article, or on the, on the news, whatever it might be, or an influencer's use, um, you know, used your product? Has that seen a huge influx of first-time customers? So all these informa- all these bits of information on the graph are going to show you what's going on, and then give you that indication of what you can change or do next time, or what's really worked to get people to your website. All right, moving on to your conversion rate. So this is something that I have spoken about a lot and I have, um, you know, done numerous articles or podcasts and stuff about this and I definitely talk about this every time I work with a new customer, your conversion rate. For e-commerce websites, a normal average, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, standard conversion rate is between 2 and 3%. So that means for every 100 customers who are every 100 eyes or people who come into your website, 2 to 3 may buy. So that is very normal, very standard. Um, ideally, the higher this is, the better it is. Um, depends on your product. Depends on the time frame of how people buy your product. Is going to differ. You know, depend on what this looks like too. If you've got something like furniture, then it might be you get more lookers, 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 and then before they make the decision to buy, so your conversion rate might be down. If your product is really unique and solves a problem, one of the clients that I work with, her conversion rates around you know between eight and twelve percent so huge and it, it's a really you know high converting website so that is something that you should be looking at you should be knowing every percentage every minor change in this can have a huge impact on your sales overall so what you need to work on is how to improve that conversion rate now I've got a whole program on this like a five-day sessions on you know how to improve your conversion rate um, there's not something that's an easy quick fix but there's lots of things that you can be doing to make it a lot um, smoother a lot better customer experience um, boost that conversion rate so it is as high as possible that you can you know possibly get for every visitor that comes to your website you're converting a much higher every single time now just in relation to that you're added to cart rate which is just underneath the conversion rate you know um, analytics that is also an important factor because what you can see is from that is you know whether people are actually uh, where, the, where the drop-off is occurring. So are they actually 
adding to cart in the first place? Are they going through checkout then dropping off? Or, you know, where in the process are they leaving and, you know, abandoning that cart? So if you're getting a good add to cart rate, which is between 8 to 11%, um, then you can see that they're getting there, but they might not actually be converting. Or is it that your, you know, your add to cart rate is low, so people aren't even actually adding in the first place? So you've got to work on that home page and sort of uh, that call to actions when you first get on your website to actually get people to add to, add to cart in the first place. Or maybe it's that your Facebook ad that you're doing is actually going to not going directly to the product page, but it's going to this general home page. Does that mean that people have to search for things and then they give up? What is it that you're doing that's, you know, causing that to one, either be not a high enough add to cart rate in the first place or or that they are adding to cart? Is it that you're in your checkout or in your in your cart area that you're not actually, you know, letting them know what the, the shipping rate is or you've got a barrier to, to getting them through to the next stage or you don't answer frequently asked questions so they're not sure if, you know, it includes certain things or what are the elements of your your whole website, which, you know, impact whether they're actually where they are in that conversion funnel. So have a little look at that, check what your numbers are, check whether you are getting people to add to cart in the first place or whether they are dropping off between add to cart and um, the session converting. That is definitely a number that small percentages, small changes here can have a huge impact on your business. If you only change your conversion rate 1%, you know, you're you're automatically going to have a, see a huge impact in your sales. So focusing on this is one of the reasons I created the course for it actually as well. But it's something that um, it's definitely worth investing the time to make sure that your website can convert as high as possible. All right, next one is average order value. Now your average order value, again, Small changes here, small, you know, small things that you can do can have a huge impact on doing this. If you have the same amount of traffic, you have the same conversion rate, you have the same customer return rate, but your average order changes, obviously it's going to impact your overall sales. Every single one of those, you know, these metrics that we're talking about, small changes within them can have a huge impact on your overall business and your overall sales figures. So looking at each one individually and then also collectively, like how can you impact each of them? All right, so average order value. Um, is it that you have a gift with purchase? Is it that you have a bundle? That you've added bundles on your website that made them much easier to find on your on your website. Is it that you um, you know have added different price points or categories within your range? Have you now got let's say that you have dresses on your website? You've added a new label. You know maybe that's got a higher price point that you so you get more people adding more. Uh, maybe you have a new artwork size, and so then you're getting more people you know spend more and actually increase the amount that every order is worth. Do you have, um, you know, have you created sets on your website? So let's say you're selling art, maybe you sell them in your your best sets of two or three. So you show showcasing to people how they look together, how they work together, then maybe that's going to increase your average order value in general. What can you do to change your average order value? Do you need to have different products working together or sitting next to each other on the website because they work better, they always sell better in, you know, as a set? Is it that you want to have um, your bestsellers, a, a menu on your website that actually shows bestsellers and show which other things people will buy together? What can you do to increase your average order value? Because again, this 
changing this slightly is going to have a huge impact overall. If you can um, boost your average order value, maybe it means that you have a free shipping threshold. Do you currently have a free shipping over 50 and everyone spends, you know, $55? Can you boost, change that to in free over 75 so that you're trying to get every, a few more increased sales there and therefore your average order goes up? Now, you know, standalone, not necessarily everything's going to have that huge impact, but all of these five metrics, when you make small changes and tweaks to each of them, um, sorry, the four of them, the sessions, the return rate, the average order value conversion rate are going to impact your total sales, the fifth one. So that's what we need to look at. So go check out your Shopify dashboard, go check out what your numbers are, track them, view them, check them regularly, whether it's every week, every day, every, you know, Monday, what everyone's going to be different here. But if you are not the one on your website regularly, you don't know what yours are, get someone to report them back to you. Or can you check them every, I wouldn't, be um, crazy about it and check them every four hours or anything like that, but making sure that you know what's happening. If there's a big change somewhere, because maybe you made some changes on your homepage and it had a big impact in the wrong way, or maybe you've added bundles or different menu navigation on your website. So it's actually impacted that average order value or the amount of um, the conversion rate of your website. So making sure you know what's happening, you know what's going on is really important. And you don't have to, as I said, check this religiously every 40 minutes or anything like that. But knowing what is going on is really crucial to therefore be able to make informed decisions and make changes. If you can see that your return customer rate is, you know, really low, you've only had, you know, 8% or something because people are just not coming back to your website. What can you do? What changes can you make? What email marketing plans can you put in place? What other promotional activities can you um, put in place in your business? What are you doing to add call to actions to social media or emails and stuff like that too? Let's have a look at all those different things. Now, the rest of the dashboard I'll just touch on briefly. All the information in there is great to look at and to view occasionally. Um, you know, what are your top products that you're selling recently? Uh, what are the locations where people are coming from? Is that an opportunity that could be there for you? What's your serv- uh, sessions by de- device type? Are all your customers coming through mobile? Well, then really making sure that mobile is your key um, focus when you're looking at design of your website. Uh, what's a traffic source? Is it direct? Is it social? Is it by search? What's happening on your website? So really understanding all the other things as well. But as I said, those five key metrics that I want you to understand and know more about, total sales, total sessions, customer return rate, conversion rate, average order value, and making small changes and um, trying to impact each one of them can have a huge difference overall in the success of your business. I do, I've just created uh, a special spreadsheet for this actually as well in my new program, the Profitable Product Business Roadmap, and we dive into this as one element of the overall program. So this is something I love. I go a bit nerdy on some of the stats and some of the um, statistics, and I just 
numbers don't lie. You know, numbers tell you what's going on. Numbers tell you actually what's happening. They give you the representation of, you know, the answers to where things may be going wrong or where the issues are. So all of these things can be so valuable. And it's just one of the reasons why I personally love Shopify because you can jump on instantly and I've got, you know, access to probably 10 to 15 different websites of different clients that I work with. And I can see straight away what's happening, what's going on and where some of the things are that they can make tweaks or changes based on, um, you know, what their analytics say. Sometimes it's purely a traffic thing. They just don't have enough traffic to the website. You know, then how do you get that? How do you change that? Um, I've got a 15 ways to get more traffic to your website, which I'll put in the show notes here as well. That is just one thing you can do. And then I'll also link up my five-day conversion rate. So how do you know, how do you increase your conversion rate of your website? I've got that uh, a link to a five-day program, which makes it quick and easy to do. Those things are all included in my roadmap too, actually, which is, makes it a lot easier and covers everything you need for a profitable product-based business. Anyway, let me know what you think about this and what your numbers are. I'd love to hear some um, feedback, some stuff and some data on what's happening with your website and if this has really helped you or not and if it's something that you religiously look at you love looking at anyway you've really you always dive into it or it's something you just actually keep forgetting to do maybe make a plan make a time for when you can look at this in your business and work on you know what strategies you can put in place if things aren't looking how you want them to look all right i hope that's helped i look forward to sharing more with you in the next episode and i'll speak to you soon thank you Thank you so much for listening to the Lotco Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes as they are released. And I'd be so, so grateful for a review on Apple Podcast. If you would like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, please jump onto my website at thelotco.com.au forward slash podcast. Have an amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you again soon.